When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, nobody, nobody talk. Nobody talk for a little while. That's my game. My getting, game. We're, getting, we're getting room sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll just keep talking and I'll ruin the entire vroom, concept vroom. of getting room sounds. Doing room sounds, right? Room sounds, yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what this okay. accomplishes, but. Um, Ryan's driving a car. He has a room setting. Okay. Yeah, he wants to make the room room sound. All right. Okay. Does Adobe have a room room setting? Is that why you keep asking us yeah. to make room room sounds? Yes, that's that's why I'm asking you to make those sounds. Okay. All right. Room, okay. Room, room, room. How about how about? Oh no! It's, <laughs> it's crashed. Oh no! All right. Let's 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 start the television show. guys welcome to our new youtube channel this is what's going on we're going to eat all the churros in every single park around the world all the churros all at once we're going to shove them in our mouth and we're going to use a shoehorn if we have to right here on scraping this resort <laughs> scrape that resort wow <laughs> wait i'm not allowed to talk yet podcast oh, rules i'm 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 Chaz, and with me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chaz, cool guy. <laughs> and this over here is another person who may or may not want to go by a different name, but his real name is Eric. No, it's not. It's Rick Bottleneck over here, everybody. <laughs> And then another voice you're hearing, that's, well, I'll let you introduce yourself just in case you want to play along with this. That's huge. <laughs> huge <Nope>. mungus? <laughs> <laughs> nope, he's off the show. On the ones and twos. <laughs> <laughs> the ones and twos. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're in two right now. What do you have to report? Huge. <laughs> Nothing. Good job. All right, back back to you, Jazz. Jazz, cool man, cool cool guy. Hello. Don't forget, Hello. To hit, hit Michael Eisner's here with us too. Did and we don't lose worry, the third I, Michael Eisner. Uh, what? What now? What about? Did, what, wasn't uh, he always doing three hellos? No, it was <laughs> usually two. I don't know why he does two. Don't forget to smash I, that I, like and subscribe <laughs> button. And the third worst person to win the contest will get a free leftover little wax paper from all the troops. <laughs> That's quite a gift. I'd, <laughs> I'd love to send that to, to, a, to a very emboldened listener. I bet Tom Corliss <laughs> has a collection of those. Uh, of our, the our, actual, our churros? Like, should we get the, should we do the informational part of this first? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's stop making fun of our own show. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Supreme Resort Land v World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Uh, Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's over in the corner, but I'll let him come come up to the mic here. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. No, you can. He's chained to the wall, but he, if he comes closer to the mic, okay. Here you go. Here, here's Jimmy. Welcome. All right. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's here. Don't worry, everybody. All of you Jimmy heads. He's here. He's just chained to the wall. Um, and he's only around to welcome people. So welcome to uh, the Supreme Resort. <laughs> as I've already said, Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland, Walt Disney World. Um, Jimmy's taking a break and we're not. But what we do have is Ryan. Hi, guys. It's Let's Ryan. Honest, our, we are not actually huge. <laughs> we're, we're yeah, yeah, very true. We are also taking a break. There is not, there has not been a, a, a plethora of research. There aren't, there are not myriad notes in front of Dan that he has written on. Um, uh, a not toilet paper. To the show. I don't know what you least. normally do. <laughs> Uh, he does have uh, there's a bunch of phone booths on the TV behind him. That's an interesting perspective that he doesn't normally have. Well, and I have all of my notes on a triangle earth, so we're. Ah, OK, OK. I'll, I'll prove it. I'll prove it. All right. Well, here's here's where we go. Um, this this particular episode, we're going to argue uh, which um, alternative earth theory is correct. Actually, we should we should argue. We should put Ryan on the spot and do an argument of which of our episodes of his podcast was better. <laughs> because that's what we're here to do. Ultimately, is to tell the listener to go over to PunyPod and listen to well, listen to all of their episodes. But, yes, please. Uh, and you know what's you, even better is the Super Secret Show. Oh yeah. That where they they do all the spoilers, super secret spoiler show. What do you what do you call it? Yeah, super secret spoiler show. If I ever actually edit it, it'll get out. But um, <laughs> there there's a few of them on the ears of Patreon, so uh, they're a good time, and uh, we we definitely uh, have a lot of conversation around beards. If you if uh, yes, beards yes. are your thing, which beards if and you're Nick, a podcast listener, Nick cages, yeah. Oh, and um, Ryan, we we haven't we haven't even asked you what is your podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so PewDiePod, uh, we do Marvel. Um, we we are rewatching the Marvel universe in order, starting from Iron Man. We are up to Thor: Dark World. These two fine gentlemen, uh, Eric was on uh, the Avengers episode, and Dan joined us for Thor Dark World. Mm -hmm. One of those uh, one of those movies um, universally liked. Yes. Yeah, and the Dark other World. one was the Avengers. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no. So and then every other release is also some sort of news or something like that. Um, we we call it the monthly bugle. But uh, right now, with everything going on, news is hard to come by. So it's getting a little bit more goofy as we go along. Right. Because these writers have these poor studio executives by the short hairs. Absolutely. They've been taking advantage of the system system for all these years. And it's about time that they be held accountable. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is it's, true. It's just <laughs> impossible for these multinational corporations to do what the, uh, that's right. Independent film 
uh, studios have been doing. If you want any more, <laughs> more information about this, go to cryptochurch.chazcoolguy.ru.org. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we've got a soundboard, everybody. Don't, don't you worry. So, and hey, if you if you're missing if you're missing Asher, here's the one that I left in the soundboard. My grandma what? says Canada is a made up place that's made up to scare hard working Americans <laughs> like her. Sure. She's been retired for like 35 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a real and cool kid. Yeah, that was Asher. Never mind. Um, so as far as like informative content and a reason, <laughs> that's that's kind of all we need to say for this episode. Um, but we're going to keep going because yeah. <laughs> you've listened yeah. to our show. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks to J.R. Trimp for all of the, uh, the great music. That's a, that's hey, a puny I pod sting one. there. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, yes, let's, uh, let's jump in. I suppose. Do, do you guys want to talk about some things and make a, make an episode where Jimmy and also us are taking a break? Let's do it. David's also taking a break. We were going to have David on. He's also from Puny Pod, but uh, he is uh, watching Barbie. So, um, you know where his politics lean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, Seeing he movies really is wanted, a political he, statement. He really wanted to put out a review of Indiana Jones, and I told him no, it had to be Barbie. So, that he's on assignment right now. <laughs> Indiana Jones um, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yes. Not the, not the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's start out with a with a with a softball here. Um, was Ivor's return a good thing? Yeah, oh God. Oh God. <laughs> uh, go to igershirt.com. <laughs> I'm, we- I'm wearing my 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 Chapek here today. Yeah. Yeah. God. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's- I think it stopped a bad thing. OK, what was the bad thing? Chapek, I, I I do think like <laughs> okay. I think the decisions Chapek was making were bad. Um, I don't know that Iger was the medicine for that ill. Okay, yeah, it, yeah, and that's that's the tough part is Chapek was put into into a difficult spot and did what he could with things and uh, sure, uh, you know it looks. <laughs> it looks kind of bad <laughs> to have Iger coming back. In some ways, it's great, and in some ways, it's like okay. So you stepped out because you got the the, the Illuminati uh, memo that a pandemic was coming, and you <laughs> should probably step away. Don't worry, we'll bring you back. Um, I, I, I think is he I, okay? I think it's it's sort of like when there's there's like a. Giant flesh wound, right? And like someone's just bleeding profusely, and you don't have time to like. There's you can't go to the emergency room, or you don't have like the ability or resources to like make a proper tourniquet. Mm-hmm. But you do have like an old Taco Bell bag in the back seat, and you're like, this will technically stop the bleeding. yeah there's like opened mild sauce packets in there that we don't have time to sort out there's some grease stains on it but 
it will at least stop <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> Bob Iger is that Taco Bell bag. <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, yeah, and that's that's it. He's a known he's a known quantity, and it's interesting. The only thing that makes me we all knew that he was going to re up when they said he's only going to be here for three years. And he's like, could, yeah. could, can, can we, can we make it four? we all knew that was going to happen. The only thing that confuses me is while this strike is starting up, he's saying, well, I mean, I don't think they're ever going to get what they want. I'm like, okay, that was a Chapek level PR. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. yeah. He forgot to put on his Chapek mask. When he, he <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I, and it's it's hard. I mean, it's it's hilarious to watch it blow up in his face in some ways, just because like there are studios that are doing exactly what the actors and writers want, and so for for Disney to come out and say it's impossible, it's unreasonable is a little bit. Uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. It's it's false, right? It's just patently untrue and so mm-hmm. um i do think his handling of the creative strikes um has been poor i think that's been a pretty big blemish on his legacy quote unquote you know he's he at this point that's all he's doing is he's just creating his legacy and it's i wonder I, i'm like stumbling into a point here um <laughs> happens all the time on this show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I wonder if it if if this return for Iger starts to go down the Eisner route. Eisner never left, but there is like pre and post in Eisner's career, right? It's true. Pre Wells, uh pre Wells is passing, post Wells is passing, and like mm-hmm. Is so this Chapek going to is be his, the same is thing? Is Frank Wells, got it. Are, are you are <laughs> yeah. you saying that we're gonna have to like vote him out or is there going to be a massive get him out of get him out of office undertaking like they did with uh with eisner i mean they had they had to i mean roy dethrone him yeah roy's son organized an effort to bring a bunch of people together and they all voted no confidence and the board had to it had to get rid of him at that point because all of the shareholders showed up at a conference and said, we don't want this man in charge anymore. I, I don't know that it gets to that point. I, I don't know. I think Iger is trying to get us there. So like, I, of course I'm the least business savvy person in probably this entire network. Um, and so I'm just going off of like the vibes and narrative I think what might be happening is he was like, okay, I screwed up that exit by being like, (laughs) Hey, I'm leaving. We'll find someone soon, uh, but bye. And then on his way out the door, it's like, I, I guess this, we have this. (laughs) 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 And And then, uh, and then they're like, Oh no, oopsies. (laughs) And he comes back. And I think the I think he came back with the idea that like a new exit strategy needs to be like we're going to redo the exit. And I think if we get those two guys, whatever the name is, Phineas and Ferb or whatever, um, 
the people Tom Staggs and the other guy. That guy, yeah, Staggs, <laughs> Staggs, Chili, and Bush Baked Beans. Um, <laughs> there we go. If, if we, you know, like set them up as like, okay, they're the cool ones. I'm the weird guy and the guy that's kind of ruining the company, kind of in the way, weirdly dressing like a cult leader increasingly, and then like, like basically get to a point where it's like, are we cool if I leave? And everyone's like, yeah. Go by, leave. We want them. <laughs> but I think um, he's not. I think he, he slash the company learned that handing a giant problem, aka COVID, aka uh, human COVID, known as <laughs> little, little Rhonda. Uh, oh. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> Uh, I think it would be a bad idea to do a shift in leadership while those things are happening. Um, You know, I think it's a little, you know, maybe once little Rhonda is voted out, his political career is no longer sustainable. (laughs) Then. (laughs) So weird conspiracy. Mm. Like, Uh Oh, like, let's go for it. Is I, I got my is, triangle earth chart ready. <laughs> Iger is Iger signing on his does his new contract coincide with the end of Little Rhonda's gubernatorial run? Are you saying he's not going to be our president? <laughs> uh no. Um but like does is Iger setting himself up at this point? Does he see the opportunity? to make a play in politics, particularly in Florida. Oh, that would be so <sighs> oh, wow. awesome. Oh, that's so interesting. I mean, he's he's dabbled with politics so much over the last few years, and then he kind of bowed out yeah. for, a, a, for a little bit there. He got very quiet, even as he like he was criticizing early on during the COVID years, and then um, Biden got elected, and he's like, okay, I'm out. Don't, don't worry about it. And he hasn't really made a play since then i i don't know dan's more plugged into that sort of scene than i am um i think in terms of president gruesome gavin newsom who who i like i just like calling him that um (laughs) um, he's probably more set up and in line to be ready to say like are you serious we can't have we we cannot have Kamala Harris being the front runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think Gavin Newsom is. I'm just I'm putting those two people in next to each other in my mind, and it's like Newsom is the more politically um, electable version of that same person. Okay. Uh, Senator Bob Iger. I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. He's got to start somewhere other than president, right? Yeah, I think so. I could see him maybe putting together like a pack or something, like something along those lines, being being very clearly politically involved. Uh, that does feel more genuine. Not yeah, holding an office. Yeah, not holding an sense. office. Maybe this. Stuff with little Rhonda could push him in a direction of like 
hey, here's this org that is like, you know, focused on ensuring the free speech rights of corporations, (laughs) these poor (laughs) corporations, which are people. Uh, Um, I don't know. I don't see a good, a good, I don't see a good entry point for him in politics, unless he like, not Texas, not Florida, not Texas, not California. Yeah. Cause that's the tricky part with Florida is generally that state is still tricked by little Rhonda. Uh, it, it's waning that he's losing, but it's a hard entry. Po- it'd be a hard entry point for someone like an it, it, to make Yeah. It but I mean that, that little core of, of liberalism is, is literally that it's a tiny core in the center of the state. The rest yeah. of the state isn't all that interested from what I've seen. I, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a, a little correction there. I don't see Florida as being traditionally liberal in any sense of the word, but mm-hmm. definitely True. a populist left. If yeah. we can if we can like cuz cuz if you can rock the vote and gets a little, <laughs> little uncomfortably political. Um, <laughs> one of the issues that that Wait, I don't have that, a song for this. <laughs> <laughs> one of the issues that at least I feel exist is that a lot of people on the right on the populist right and a lot of people on the populist left are identifying very similar problems but the solutions are almost diametrically opposed because yeah Yeah. on one hand and just to just to have a sprinkling of non-politicalization here on one hand it's you know these are the problems that you face and these are the material conditions that you uh, are living through, which are actual problems. And, oh, it's it's because those people are doing it to you. And then and those people happen to be, you know, immigrants or trans people or whatever, whatever the villain of the week is. Right. <laughs> and then the on the other side, it's okay, here's the, here are some issues. And by the way, it's all built into this entire class structure that we are all a part of. So what if we looked at that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and by the way, you can still have your nice things. We just want to identify that, you know, but Dan, maybe... what if my nice thing is splash mountain? Well, then, uh, <laughs> 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 well, well, I guess we're out of time on this topic, and let's move into the day story. Don't worry, guys, I'm back. It's me, Chaz Cool Guy. <laughs> <laughs> the establishment is like the best thing ever. Bye, Ferrari. <laughs> How else would it get established oh, if it wasn't my- an establishment? <laughs> Oh yeah, my this goodness. segment is brought to you by the uh, new self-help book by Andrew Tate. What color is your body? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's get some verses into here. Um, uh, what? Uh, here, here's a question for uh, for for everybody in the gallery. Um, all both of you. Uh, what rider attraction would be? What would be the best and or worst? Uh, let's start with the best. What's what's the best cast member job if you're on an attraction? Daniel, Chaz, start us out. Okay, it's me, Chaz, cool guy. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Oh, wait, I... Jimmy has something to say. Hang on, oh. hang on. Welcome. <laughs> oh, so fun match. Okay, for him. thanks. Got it. Thanks. Um, thanks. Thanks, Jimmy. I got. Oh, can I give two answers for best? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Go for it. If the you if you're right, I'll give you a point. Okay. Uh, I think I have to, I have to lean into myself as a unintentional ironic interpretation of myself and say uh jungle cruise i almost vomit in my mouth a little bit when i say that because it is both true and exactly what i think everybody expects me to say um oh no it's like they've figured you out (laughs) uh and i think great moments with mr lincoln because okay. I love, I love how dry that is. And it, you can tell they just get the biggest nerds possible. I, I do. I like that. I like those responses, um, especially the Mr. Lincoln. Uh, do do costumes take any. Any um, any part of this, like it, if you mm. included costumes as part of your decision, would that change your answer? No, not at all. OK, all right. Well, here's a point for Dan. Ahoy, matey. How do you feel of taco? <laughs> Ryan. Um, hmm. I, I think, well, first, let me say as just a average worker, I want to say the Tiki room. And I think this came from an interview that uh, Teg had on DL weekly, where they were talking about, they were talking to somebody who worked in the Tiki room. Listen to uh, deal weekly on a completely <laughs> different network. <laughs> Apparently there's just a you can just nap, which mm. oh. as somebody who enjoys, you know, midday naps. Sure. Once you wake up, Jose, you can just go to <laughs> yeah. sleep for 15 minutes. Yeah, they were saying something about like the cast member chair can be propped up just right um, behind like the only entrance that your boss would have. So if your chair kind of moves, it wakes you up and, you know, you're, you're on with the show, um, which, hey. That that always sounds nice as a worker, but well, as and, a fan. And, and where are they gonna do? Have a water landing? Like it's all like you, you know, like yeah. yeah. And but, you've already told them where to exit, and nobody's I mean, I'm sure in the your average shift, like one or two people within the shift will be like, Oh, hey, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, I have a question. <laughs> And be like, I, I, I told you exits over that way. No, I just want Yeah, it's still over there. <laughs> I think legitimately like fun one would be the the safaris though. Um, over in Animal Kingdom. Oh, um, okay. It's got a little bit of humor. There's, Wait, there, so, there's a so driving and doing the narration and everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of humor in that script. Not like Jungle Cruise le- level of cringe humor or anything ever, like that. Ever since they dropped the whole uh, <laughs> the poaching, the whole poaching <laughs> environmental <laughs> thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, plus, you get to see like cool animals all day, which like who can argue with that? All right. All right. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think Ryan gets a uh, here's a point. I don't know how much this point is worth, but uh, here's a point. Most don't have ears. 
No, ghosts don't have ears. That's the point. Okay. Um, all right. Good, good response. I like that. Okay. Uh, all right. How about. What about the uh, worst? Are we doing the worst? Yeah, let's go with the worst. What, which, which attraction do you think would be worst? I'm going to kick it off here because I think Space Mountain and uh, Big Thunder Mountain are probably the worst because of the stress level. That might be the best for me because they have great outfits and they it doesn't it's like I enjoy the location. I enjoy the the I mean, they've got cool music to listen to um, Space Mountain. They're standing indoors, at least uh, Big Thunder. They're probably in the shade, but it, the stress level of it all, making sure that once all of the trains are running, that you have to get that thing out in X number of minutes. And I don't know what the number of minutes is, but they know the exact amount of time it, that that's what we we saw a few years ago when we did the, um, the single rider line mm-hmm. at Space Mountain, where the single rider line wasn't moving at all. It's not posted. It's not a it, it, I don't know that it's a real line, but hey, it worked. Because there were some people who were just screwing around and couldn't quite get in there. And finally, the cast member said, everybody out, stand back. Seven of you go now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's something like 20 seconds. It's some, yeah, it's some it's like, so tight. It's 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 like that thing that Eric and you and I have talked about this off off the air or whatever, where there's that like that that. There's not a word for it that I know of, but like that thing where it's like you know for sure that they measured in the bathroom the absolute smallest amount of uh, paper towel that they can give you and still right. have it be a reasonable amount. <laughs> yeah. But it's but you can tell because it's so tiny, you're like, uh, I technically could do this, but no, thank you. Well, my and hands think- <laughs> will be mostly dry by and the time I leave. That's kind of the amount of time they have for Space Mountain. Like right. it, it's, it's like, yeah, you could, but everything has to run really well and that's why sometimes if you are i think we mentioned this before but it's been a while sometimes if you like just get in the space mountain and you're getting situated they will send you <laughs> they, won't, <laughs> they won't send you on the ride itself but they'll get you out of the loading station right. to, to take care of your business yeah um and I've even I've seen them panic before. They're just like, go, go. Like they will. They literally <laughs> I'm not even like exaggerating. Just like, go, go, go. X, X. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, because the ride will break down. Yeah, <laughs> right. They yeah. have to shut the entire thing down. My lead will be all over me. Right. If, you, if you don't get out of that thing now. Yeah. And it's I feel like if they were to remove one car from the track, it would solve so many of those problems. Oh, but it's so high capacity if everything is running. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a trade off. I accept it. Yeah, but we didn't get your your uh, best ride to work on. Oh, you're right. My best ride. Um, yeah, I didn't think about answering the question myself. <laughs> I only thought about the worst one. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Tiki Room's a pretty good answer on both coasts. It's it's pretty much a wear a cool outfit. I think if I'm going to include um, the outfit, it's going to be Tower of Terror at mm. uh, at Walt Disney World at at Hollywood Studios. I've always loved that that costume, and I love that they can actually be scary. The I remember I distinctly remember the time I went as a teenager with with my I can't remember if it was the band trip or if it was the choir trip, 
(laughs) Was I a show choir or a band member at the time? (laughs) I don't know. But I do remember the doors opening and the cast member standing there, the one who had put us on the elevator, who obviously had to go upstairs to where the elevator ends. And the the doors open and he said, welcome back. And he's just standing there like (laughs) nose against the door. Practically (laughs) as it opened, he's just smiling with his creepy smile. And he's welcome back, please. Uh, And he's telling us to get our our seatbelts off and everything. But it and like that, that that was so much fun. It like that guy was having a fun day and he's at work. So that was always the kind of quintessential thing for me was if I could wear a cool costume and work at Disney. Great. I'm in. Oh, that set of parameters also unlocked another one that I <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I should have thought of this, um, which is Rise of the Resistance, the Imperial mm. being the Imperials and just. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Get a lot of really cool guest interactions. I, I actually broke the first time I rose road Rise of the Resistance. I made an Imperial like break their shell. Um, and they had to like step off stage because oh <laughs> they, like, man, hold back laughing. <laughs> it was pretty great, but uh, that one, those ones would be fun. Uh, yeah, and that's interesting because yeah, I've seen it, there. There are plenty of people who are like, I'm going to listen to what they have to say, and please don't look at me. I don't want to interact with a uh, with an improv actor right now. And then there's somebody like my niece, Robin, who we're standing in line. And she's like, I'm going to tell them no. she was she was up for it when somebody walked by they're like please stand here okay (laughs) she's like throwing that little passive attitude where she's like fine i'll stand over here and she's glaring at them they're like are you going are you going to step onto your mark sure (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) i think i've said it before on the show that like and Eric, I know you've witnessed this. I really enjoy playing the over eager, <laughs> overly pleasant, like, like clueless that any harm is upon me. Just, <laughs> just oh, thank you. <laughs> so you, you want me to stand here? <laughs> okay, thanks. How's your day? <laughs> Are we going to be interrogated with uh, with one of those probe droids? Okay, I'm in. Cool. cool. <laughs> or, or so they'll be like, I have a shellfish allergy. I don't know if that like means anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a two forty five at Blue Bayou. Just just letting just letting you know. <laughs> or just be like, ooh, busy day for the Empire, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are we for real in space? Because I'm double parked. <laughs> yeah. All right. Worst worst attractions to work at as a CM. Canoes. Canoes. Oh, mm. really? And not so much because of the physical activity, because like <laughs> I could totally do it. Oh yeah. Um, look at look at look at his biceps, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think it would just drive me crazy with so many people either before after or during the ride being like 
do I really have to like we weren't we told you we told you several times we held up the, the paddle <laughs> said you will be doing this yeah. clearly it's a canoe you know what a canoe is why are you here if you're not gonna if you're gonna I, I don't even care if you're like not gonna paddle like just don't complain about you saw what it was you saw it when you were over by Thunder Mountain you saw you came here from there you saw what it was you got in the line. You watched people get on the thing. You heard us tell them what it was. And now you're still complaining. You're not mm. allowed to be here anymore. I'm going to throw you in the water and you have to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Chaz, that's the third person you've thrown overboard this week. <laughs> Chaz. I'm sorry if your name is Chaz, but come on. <laughs> All right. Well, well uh, Chaz gets a point for that one. Here, <laughs> to the listener, I'm just going through our folder full of sounds. And I'm, I don't know also, why this is so entertaining we to me. Tell you, <laughs> just if you're still listening and you're like, when are they going to start arguing about this? Right? Like, we we told you. <laughs> <laughs> go listen we are to getting we all took the week off we go all took the week PewDiePod off if you want content uh i think i suspect eric's episode is going to be a little bit more coherent than mine <laughs> but i'm not sure it's and certainly longer than yours you know the show uh, i don't know that it's going to be long oh no <laughs> truth be told oh no <laughs> i can't wait for dan's i've been yeah. waiting so long for this <laughs> Yeah, Dan. Ever since you launched launched this show, I've been waiting for Dan to talk about <laughs> Thor two. It's a good time. Oh. It is a good time, and uh, yeah, maybe our longest episode to date. After oh, I yes. said in our group text, this one shouldn't be too long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan, worst worst attraction to be the CM of. I think if you and if you pull it off, you might hear Hulhauser. Ooh, that's, that's the that's the incentive we're in the I house around the worst <laughs> the worst one i was gonna say pirates but i don't have a like the only reason for pirates would be the repetitive soundtrack um i'm gonna go though i as i that was coming out of my mouth i realized the other the better one which is autopia um, oh, the fumes, the noise, the outside Lack of, of it all. Yeah, um, I love those things Yo as a soy fan. Bird. Yo soy bird. <laughs> <laughs> I love those things as a fan. Like I like the the diesel fumes. I like the the sound of the like motors. Um, but I also think standing there for eight hours in the sun, uh, having all of that happening around me that would be pretty awful. And their, their costumes aren't that cool. Like they're a little bit futury, but, uh, they're gray. Yeah. <laughs> as, as soon as you said that answer, my, I immediately had this weird, like almost full. And I'm all, I'm not even joking here. Almost full on sense memory of the feeling of what it felt like to work at Chuck E. Cheese, which is <laughs> the worst place that I've ever worked. And yeah, I think you win this round because that that's got everything unpleasant. 
Oh, and I'm yeah, that's now fair. thinking about the the like guest interactions too. The like, why can't my kid drive? Or like, or I I would imagine the worst the, the thing that would push me over the edge repeatedly would be, well, uh, why can't you get these things to work? I waited X amount of time. I spent X amount of money, and uh, the guy's wearing like a I know T shirt, by the way, and. <laughs> 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 like, like yeah, you would think with all the money and and like everything in me would want to be like let me tell you about uh bill burr <laughs> or bob burr or whatever i always get our the the <laughs> former ag completely ruined my ability to remember the, remember that man's name um let me tell you let me tell you about how these things were made and how long they've been here <laughs> I mean, that's round five or six, right? At this point, but still. Yeah. Um, all right. I think I think that deserves a Huel. Hi, I'm Huel Hauser. Yes. <laughs> the only the, the only one that's worth more points is uh, is uh, is is Eisner. So uh, <laughs> let's let's continue here. Uh, let's see if you had to introduce a rewards system for loyal park guests what would you do Ooh, i have a good one for this oh okay go for it you go you go first i'm gonna jump in yeah so i think you tier out the rides and you get a point per ride but the or attraction not not ride (laughs) he's already out he called them rides Um, (laughs) but the like lowest tier is worth the most points and so you just have all the loyal fans writing like Casey Jr. <laughs> on repeat <laughs> just over and over and over again. Um, maybe Gadget's Go Coaster. Uh, but yeah, and so you uh, and then I don't know, you get a cookie when you get enough points or something. Cookie or a pin because that we're the Disney company and those are the two things we know how to give away. <laughs> How about a button, not a pin? <laughs> yeah, a button. button, button, not a pin. Yeah. Thank you. you. You get a button and a cookie, and that's so. You're saying that the incentive here is to prove how loyal a fan you are by riding all of the worst rides. Exactly. I mean, you <laughs> could get there by riding Rise of the Resistance, but it's only going to be worth one point, and you got to get like I don't know, ten thousand points to get there. And I shouldn't say worst. All the ones that we as uh, as super fans are considering to be the best and most historic, and Walt sneezed near it attractions. <laughs> Case Junior's a great ride. Um, I've been on it once. I did it. I still haven't been on Columbia. Good. Never. Never. It's the only one over there I haven't done. <laughs> um, loyalty. I think. I think loyalty a loyalty program should first of all not include annual pass holders. Um, Do I feel an episode of very annual pass holders? <laughs> oh gosh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> the one our one episode. Um, I think it shouldn't. Yeah, I don't think it should include annual pass holders because. I mean, as much as I want the free things and the cool things they're kind of keeping us in our place right now, which is what they should be doing. Um, But like if I I think it should apply to people like, um, like I have a friend who really should have a pass because of the amount of times that they went in a year. And like looking back, they're like, "Ah, I should have gotten that pass. Like maybe 
if you go a certain number of times that would have warranted getting an annual pass and some, you know, nerd somewhere in an office can figure out those numbers, maybe, maybe retroactively offer a discount on a pass going for like a minor, like 10% or whatever, something that like is still significant on a, on a pass going forward or like, and you could tie that all into the app because they're making you use the app anyway. Um, or, and maybe on like the super high end, you can have like, I don't love SeaWorld, but I like that they have these little like extra experiences you can have. Like maybe, you know, if you reach a certain number of points that again, that's on the high end, they'll like let you touch Lincoln. Yeah. They'll, yeah. You can <laughs> kiss Lincoln on the cheek or something or like, like uh, maybe drive one of the main street vehicles in a controlled setting or something like, or uh, I don't know. <laughs> you get Go- to be the mermaid in the uh, submarine lagoon. <laughs> yeah. They bring that back for a day and they're like, hi guys, it's me, Chaz. I'm here for the mermaid. Um, I mean, it's, someone can come, come up with a better, more clear idea of what that, even something along the lines of like, Hey, we'll get you to, you'll be the one person to drive the Mark Twain when that's not like a random selection for the day. Like these little, just tiny things where it's like, yeah, pick pick one. But again, at the high end of points. So it's not just like, you know, a hundred people every day doing these things. It's like five, you know, there are a lot of like storied experiences around the Disney parks that they, they're, they're inaccessible by virtue of their randomness. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether it's like, eating in like like you mentioned a bunch of them um and so i I do think like some sort of way to unlock those would actually legitimately be really cool where like you don't have to (laughs) you don't have to just hope that your one trip a year is the one where you get to ride the you get to drive the mark twain or you get to uh you know sit in the lamplight special office room those sort of things yeah i think i think those would be really cool uh little rewards yeah i like that idea of building up something and and offering it to people who aren't necessarily annual pass holders people who go a couple times a year that's one of those things it's like getting getting the you know sub card that it okay well i don't go to this place that often but hey if i get 10 then i get uh, another one free so i right. guess maybe i'll go back again uh, you know, you don't necessarily offer it to the people that that are there every day because well, I guess you got to come up with something for them other than, um, hey, you get to come here every day because you live down the street. But I like the idea of having some of those limited things like saying, I'm going to schedule the next time I'm there. All right. It's uh, it, uh, October 12th at at 3.30 p.m. I get to ride the Lily Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Like we get onto the special train car or we get to do something different. Like Dan said, I I get to drive the horseless carriage for uh, 13 feet. (laughs) (laughs) I think they, they did some of that in, was it the 25th anniversary where they did the year of a thousand wishes or whatever. And like, there was the big, like, as you checked in for the day, you could potentially win something like that. And I, I think something like that's really cool. And I, I I think that's something that Disney's missing right now is that like there is hitting that mid tier between the annual pass holders who are mm-hmm. there 
every weekend and the family who's going, you know, once in a lifetime type of trip. I'll put myself in that tier, right? I'm I'm kind of in that tier where we go once, maybe twice a year. Um, and so there, there's definitely, I mean, I'm not stopping going. So obviously they still have my money, but I think there's <laughs> space to grow out that tier a little bit. Yeah, and I, now, I think I think you could maybe earn points over a very long period of time, you know. So it's not just like you have to. So there's no like I gotta get you know 500 <laughs> points in a year. More just like hey, if you're the type of person that comes very you know frequently enough, but for whatever reason you're not getting an annual pass in a couple years, maybe five, maybe could be you know it won't be immediate, but like. Well, at at some point, you'll get a notification that like, hey, you unlocked this tier of experience or whatever. You unlocked you know? the tier where you get your own podcast. Right. And for that, <laughs> you just join Jason's OnlyFans. There we go. Uh, let's see. That, that brings up a different question. So Ryan mentioned the year of a million dreams. I have I have a story from that year that I don't think I've told on this podcast or any other mm. was anyone Ooh. else affected by a, a major Disney thing because year of a million dreams was, was two years long and had all sorts of stuff going on. There were also like Ryan mentioned that there were other promotions heading into Disneyland in particular with the, uh, you know, whatever, whatever guest of the day got a car and they gave away a car a day and they gave away park tickets and all these other things. Have either of you ever gotten something as a prize at a Disney park? Hmm. This sounds like quite the cliffhanger, Eric. Oh, you know what? Let me tell my story right now. To hear the rest. Of the, hi, I'm Chaz Cool Guy. To hear the rest of this this, this conversation, <laughs> go on over to scrape this all. It's www.cryptowalletcurrencychurch.chazcoolguy.ru.com.us.com. <laughs> <laughs> Attention, please. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. So uh, we just got our first live ad read, and I just got this in the email, and they said be sure to use this music. I guess there's this company called Single Writers that has been advertising on our. Show. I've, I've heard a few of their uh, a few of their ads, and people, if I if if I wasn't married, I'd totally uh, I'd totally log in. People have made have referenced it to me as though like they think it's a joke we're doing, but it's <laughs> I guess it's an app that you you go to Disneyland by yourself, and you're like I don't really. They gave us minimal notes. It just find your happily ever after, which is super vague, uh, and I think they're doing. I'm not sure, but I 
think they're doing a promo code to commemorate 9-11, which is weird to me. Uh, yeah, I mean... Interesting. I think okay, so. sure. All right, I, very patriotic. Uh, it's never forget. Always remember, never forget, which... Just my that's the That's the promo it's code? A really long promo code, and it doesn't say what you get from it. I don't know. So 10% off, 5% off? What? The, the email address is from a Russian domain. I, I, I mean, there are, there are advertisers. So okay. check. Yeah. Hey, I, don't they're, know, they're I don't know if you go to the the Apple store or the Droid. If you're, I don't, they're very vague. But All right. it's a single riders. Go be a single rider, I guess. Do they have, do they have like a, punchline or a little bit of copy that they want us to read I mean they wanted the live read that's all I saw yeah. is they paid for a live read <laughs> they, and I think it, that's what we gave them it's just please it just says please promote our, our app on on show on show <laughs> on okay. show hey we did it I, I mean and then cha ching yeah <laughs> so thanks go, Cinder I don't even Riders. know if you go to single riders I don't know if it's a website or it I don't know what it is but people seem to think it's us, and I just want to clarify: it's 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 single writers. I don't know what it is, but hey, if that's how you want, to, I mean, I feel like it's a little bit of a hashtag crack cash grab, but whatever. My fear is that someone will hear about it and think, "Hey, that's a really good idea," and <laughs> this thing will actually exist. No, <laughs> that's the worst. Because As if this company actually existed. Because it shouldn't. Just because it's a cute name. It but we got paid 16 ruples. <laughs> ruples, by the way. I don't know what currency that is. Um, I think that's from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no, that's rupees. Oh, rupees. <laughs> but 16 of them are in your no. account now, Dan. So single writers, if it is a real thing, go get it, get it. <laughs> and if it's not, please don't make it a real thing. <laughs> well, that that coincided perfectly with the timing of the song. So thank you, everybody, uh, for listening. Uh, we're sorry to leave it on a cliffhanger, but uh, we're going to we're going to head over to Scraping the Vault. Um, our other <laughs> vroom, vroom, our other hit show uh, to continue the stories that you've been longing for so urgently. And um, so maybe probably one person who still sat there after, even after the warning, we told you. <laughs> All right. That one person is on this episode. So <laughs> thanks everybody. Uh be kind to each other and uh for now court is adjourned.
I can just imagine someone like, ooh, it's a short episode. Let's see. <laughs> ah, fuck. Really? They actually wrapped it up in less than an hour? I can't wait. <laughs> what a, this is the best episode to share with my friends and family. <laughs> the barrier to entry is so low. <laughs> I'm intrigued by this. <laughs> Should we put a clickbaity uh, title on this? Like we the finally settle of... it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's the case of Disneyland versus Walt Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> we finally did it. <laughs> the show's over, everybody. <laughs> oh. All right.